Fries going. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Of course, he is a coach, Greg Campy and Camp. How's things, man? We lost uh, one of those Horizon League games this past weekend, but did get to play Milwaukee on Sunday. And the bottom line is you're 5-0 and right now in Horizon League play. Yeah, last week was uh, really an interesting week. Uh, the, the emotional high and low, you know, we were so ready to go to Detroit and play and, and told you can't play that game and then watch Green Bay on TV that night and then get an email about an hour after the game saying you're not going to play them either. And, uh you know, it was emotionally very, very tough for our players, and, and we were able to scramble and get the, the non-D1 game, which I thought was really great for our team. Uh, a couple guys, we were just talking to some of the people here at the, at the show about how Chris Conway, you know, was just a different player after he got to play 30 minutes and, and you know, have some success. And just in the game against Milwaukee, he was really good the first five, six, seven minutes that game. And... You know, I think he played double-digit minutes against Milwaukee. So it was a good, really good week for us, in it, but it was an emotional up-and-down week. And I really think, Camp, you saw that, that game against Ohio Christian. Just the way you talked about it, too, with the way Chris Conway played, there was a direct relation to what he did on the floor Friday night to what he did on the floor Sunday afternoon. I mean, you can't, you can't doubt that out there. Well, you know, we haven't been able to play a game like that in, a, in many years just because of our scheduling philosophy and some of the league parameters. And, you know, I, it was funny because I, I told my staff before the game, I go all year long, I look at the scores and I see all these other teams playing games like that and I'm jealous, you know. And now we're about to play one and I feel bad. I, I, I mean, I, I'm like, you know, I feel like our fans are mad at us and, you know, why are you doing this and, and then the, we played the game, and it, it, it's a game like that can be so good for you, um, especially our this particular team. We've got a lot of young guys, and uh, you know Brody getting to play some minutes. And he, well, he knew he's not young; he's been here for a while, but he got to play some minutes. I got to yell at him, so they felt like they were part of it. You know, uh, I got the full experience. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so I, you know, we've got one more to make up, and my guess is we'll play another game like that. I, I, I want to. Uh, it's, we just got to find a, a way to fit it into the schedule, and, and that's the big thing. Like, you know, I, I, Mike Davis and I talked today at Detroit about trying to, you know, when can we make up the Detroit game? And, and there's just the date that they have available would put us playing six games in 12 days. You know, we, we can't do that at the end of February. That's not fair to our players. You know, no, Cleveland State's not doing that. Why would we give them an advantage, right? And then, you know, the date that I think would be good for us um, isn't good for them. But, you know, one of the things that our league scheduling parameters are you can't play five consecutive road games. So the one date that we might be able to do it to go to Detroit would give us five straight road games. And, you know, I'm not going to put our team at a disadvantage. You know, I, I, I know that, you know, Detroit wants the game because they want to sell the tickets. We want the game because of what that game means. Our players want the game for the rivalry, but when you come and really look at it, you know, you've got to do what's best for your program. Mike's got to do – he's got a really good team. They think they can win the championship. We have a really good team. We think we can win the championship. I don't want him to do something that's going to hurt his program, and he doesn't want me to do something that's going to hurt mine. So, you know, coming up with a date uh, doesn't look good. I, I, would, I, I feel that that game will not get played. Um, 
unless here's how it'll be played is there are more cancellations. If there are more cancellations and that opens dates like like who, a mutual date for both of you. And and because we're travel partners, it's the same team. Right. So, you know, it, it that could happen. Um, but, you know, who thought that last Thursday I was going to be Monty Hall playing let's make a deal with every non-Division one school in the Midwest, when, and I was. I mean, I was with some guys. Did you have a door number one, door number two, and a door number three? Oh, I, I was with some guys when all these calls were made. I was playing cards with some of my friends when all these cards that afternoon were going on. And, and one of them looked, I didn't know this is how big-time basketball got scheduled. And I go, oh, it's not. <laughs> hey, we'll give you pizza, too. <laughs> So it was, it was, was quite Russ, an experience. Was Russ offered an extra topping or two, too, to kind of sweeten nah, the deal? Yeah. You do like a two-topping right. one, perhaps? Or? Well, I, I was even telling teams, we'll, you know, we'll put you up. We'll, we'll, you know, I was trying to get Kansas, and, you know, they were, in, they were the Monty Hall then right. looking for games. And one of the things that – uh, here's the difference. Oakland, I'm going to give you pizzas and a few thousand dollars. Kansas was going to send a plane to pick us up <laughs> and give us 90 grand and send a plane, a private, you know, right. jet to pick our team up so we wouldn't even have to spend the night. They'd pick us up. We'd fly to Lawrence, play. They'd get back on the plane, fly home. It would have been perfect, um, except that uh, we, our, that was the, the date they wanted to play. It was when uh, the uh, Green Bay team, you know, couldn't play. They had to play on Saturday, and we were playing Milwaukee on Sunday, so I couldn't do it. Uh, but it was it's it was it's crazy times, man. Just crazy. How many how many of those phone calls have you had? Because we saw IUPUI do this with Ohio State. Oh, I was sliding I, in. No, I was trying to get the Ohio State. Well, game. Tony Paul tweeted out there, you know, that, oh, did that, you know that there he, he oh. his sources said that there was some interest on Oakland's part to get that Ohio State. I wonder game. who his source was. I don't know. Um, yeah, I tried to get Ohio State. Uh, we could not play on the 18th and because we're uh, – I think we play Cleveland State on the 19th, or do we play in Milwaukee on the 19th? I, I, I know that we leave for Cleveland tomorrow, Camp. That's what is I the, know. Is the 18th Thursday? No, that's no, next week. Tuesday. It is. We couldn't play on the 18th because we were flying to Milwaukee for Milwaukee and, and uh, Green Bay that week. So, um, And I think they've, they would have – they preferred to play. IUPUI. Yes, they preferred. Well, that. yeah, things are things are different, I guess. You know, you know I'm trying I'm to I'm trying to sell it right now as we're good RPI win for you, and they're not buying that. <laughs> so. Well, you, you've been trying. You've been using that one for what, 21 years now? And yeah, in but this year for sure. I mean, you yeah. know, uh, our our RPI has gone. You know, last time we discussed it at the show, I think we were in the top. We were one or two, and then uh, we dropped down. I think we were. 11 when the league started or maybe 20 when the league started and now we're down to last i looked we were 42 i think the other night our net's at 72 and um, we haven't lost so it's going the wrong direction <laughs> but that's why i wanted the ohio state game more i tried to get minnesota was looking for a game i tried to get them because you know another for strength of schedule that would give us a, a nice little a beat and then i saw today that uh, espn Lenardi uh, put Cleveland State into the – dropped us out of the uh, bracket and put Cleveland State in. We were 13 last week. They've got Cleveland State in at 15. So – and I don't know. I guess Cleveland State's in first place now because they've played one more game than we have. So technically uh, they're in first, although the reality of that is is they're not. They're not because Detroit's in first. 
Oakland, Detroit, and Cleveland State are all with zero, zero, zero. Uh, uh, or no, 1,000%. One, it's going one, to be done 1, by 1,000 winning, winning percentage. And that's, and that's where I was going to go with it. And, Camp, if you don't want to go down this road, say, no, I don't want to go down this road. But the, the winning percentage tiebreaker, I, on paper, in your heart, yes, it's probably the right thing to do. However, uh, that can be mitigated. Uh, from time to time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. But the truth of the matter is we we want to say we're league champions and our players are playing for that. We hold that, right? And so as long as you don't have any losses you and you get to play everybody, then you're, then you're the champion. But if they go by uh, winning percentage, then, you know, it's your fault if you lost. So I don't have a problem with it. The key, the key still comes down to you've got to be in the top four. If you're in the top four, you get a buy in a home game. And if you have a buy in a home game and you can't get to Indianapolis, that's your that's fault. That's on you. No, that, that, uh, that's and, your and fault. I agree with that. I agree with that. I that don't care who you. you play. I don't care who you play. You can say you get screwed by the, you know, the pairings. But if you have a buy and you're home and you can't get to Indianapolis, that's on the coach, that's on the players, that's on the team. I know, but my angle with it is, Camp, if you miss, and, and certainly this is no disrespect to anybody, but if you miss a home game against Green Bay – Oh, versus yeah. get an opportunity where you miss having to go play at Cleveland State, that's not the same thing. Oh, it's, it's not. Nobody said it was going to be fair. Okay. But that's it's still fair. on us. It's, yeah. You know, our players believe they can beat anybody anywhere. I think we've proven it. I think we've shown we can play with anybody. Um, you know, we've had one bad half of basketball, uh, and that was the second half at Alabama. And we've played 14 times, 15 times, and we've had one bad half of basketball. We didn't play well at Bowling Green, but we found a way to win it. Then we didn't, but we were there to win it. And, you know, that's what good teams do. They, they just, you know, and that's what Cleveland State does. Cleveland State has almost lost in the last two years more time than any team in the country, but they almost lose. And, and that's what good teams do. And so we're, you know, we're, I'm fine with everything. I'm fine with that. It's on us. I don't care. You know, obviously... Obviously, if all our home games, you know, I mean, you look at our home home stats, and you know, we talked about how poorly we were shooting the ball early in the year, but right now we're averaging 88 points a game at home. We're shooting 54% from the floor at home, and 36, I think, from the three. And and we were not a good three-point shooting team when we came, when December, you know, rolled around. So the home court really means a lot for us and is we still, you know, it's COVID and we're not getting the amount of people out there that we're normally getting and we don't have the juice in there right now that we normally do, uh, you know, without the band, without the students and that. But our players love playing at home and, I, I mean, they brought a lot of energy to the game Sunday against Milwaukee all over the floor they're cheering for each other. Um, the, the true fans that we have that are there are, are good and loud. And, you know, the, the, the problem with that is if you, we want 4,000 every night, and I don't care if they're true fans or not. I, I want the Grizz gang, and I want the, the true fans, but I want 4,000. And the energy in there, if we can get that energy that, that we know exists when we have a good team in the arena, we're not going to lose. I can't see us losing because we're just at home because we're just that talented and because we play on emotion. Our whole team thrives on emotion.
as you could see uh, in, in the game on Sunday. Uh, that team and everybody out there. Oh, by the way, Micah Parrish will be here about 7.15, uh, live here from RJ's Pub as Who? well. Micah Parrish will be in the house. Do I know him? <laughs> you familiar with his work? I think so. Yeah, okay. But uh, he'll join us about 7.15 here at RJ's Pub. Remember, too, if you have questions, anything that you know, makes something pop inside your head, fire it off on Twitter with the hashtag AskCampy. We get to all those as well. We got a lineup of them that we will get to a little bit later on in the show. But, Camp, I, I think that anybody who saw that game on Sunday emotionally, uh, from a juice perspective, your team went to a different level on Sunday, and that was the talk here at, at RJ's Pub. Some of the fans were talking about that. I mean, you got bodies flying all over the place. You got Jamal Cain diving on the floor after loose balls. I mean, it it just went to a level, then it went to another level and another level. Well, when your best players are your hardest workers and sacrifice for each other and dive on the floor, and you know, and you got a guy like Micah Parrish out there who's relentless defensively from the minute the game starts to the minute it's over you know he does I've got to y yank him back he's full court and he's he doesn't want to come out of the game you know I try to rest him he doesn't want to rest you know when you have players like that you know and you thrive off your defense thrives off emotion uh, you're gonna have success and and we're having a lot of fun playing the game um, it's good it's it's always fun when you win and you're good too so uh, you know, we have a bad one coming somewhere someday. We're going to have a bad one. But I feel good about our chances of winning a bad one because we'll grind through it and we'll play so hard. And, of course, at the end of that, you know, you, you have a Jamal Cain and a Trey Townsend and a Micah Parrish and a Jalen Moore. I mean, you know, starting fives for starting fives versus anybody in the league. I mean. No, I it, told it, you. I told you, you before know, the I'll, season I'll started. I'll argue that with anybody, yeah. you know. I told you before the season started, that, and I was trying to be on the, the sly side of it by saying I've got four of the best 15 players in the league. I, I think i got four of the best 10 players in the league. Um, and, you know, I, I think they're proving that. So I go back to that quote, you know. That, that, Walter Payton. Yeah, Walter Payton quote, quote, you know. Early in the year, I was trying to tell everybody how good we are. Now I don't have to say a word, you know. Yeah. And when you're, when you're great, people tell you. And. And I think that's what we're seeing. And, you know, we got to keep it going. We got to stay healthy. Uh, we got to keep our head on right, our head on straight. We got to keep defending. Uh, we've, we've set this identity of a crazy zone defense where they play their tails off. Uh, it's not as crazy as it looks, though, because it's got assignments to it. And we've played it for a couple of years now, and, and it's becoming their identity, and they know it. They know it better than I do. So uh, they, they're, they're correcting mistakes on their own without me. And when you get to that, you know you're in good shape. No question about that. So what we'll do right now is we'll take our first break. When we come back, I'll be joined by Micah Parrish here of the Golden Grizzlies. And, you know, those of you that are watching on Facebook, getting some messages on there as well. Yeah, Coach Campy, is, is, he's, uh, he's going to wave and step away for just a second. We got Sean Thomas back in our 1270 AM, the Bet Studios. Ali is here pushing buttons and everything like that. So we're ready to rock, man. And when we come back, Micah Parrish will be up here, and we will talk to Micah Parrish. This is the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. 
Tap into savings when you use your Oakland University Credit Union Visa Signature Credit Card. The Visa Signature Credit Card gives you more cash back, like 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Simply tap to pay. It's fast, easy, and convenient. Tap to pay. Get more cash back with the OUCU Visa Signature Credit Card. Federally insured by the NCUA. This is a great day for Henry Ford Sports Medicine. As the official team physicians for the Detroit Pistons and care provider for the Detroit Lions, today we welcome another athlete whom we proudly care for, Lisa. How was your injury? It turned out to be just a twisted knee. When can you return to Zumba? Maybe next week. Lisa, one more question. Henry Ford Sports Medicine, official team physicians for athletes like Lisa and you. Learn more at henryford.com sports. Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the Interactive Home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And guys, look, I could tell you about how U.S. News and World Report recognized Cam Evans for 10 straight years as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. But what I want to tell you is this. When it was me, when it was my contracts, when it was my money that was on the table, Cam Evans was the only one that I trusted. And you can learn more about the legal services offered by the Evans Law Group at 248-468-1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Greg Campy Show. We are live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. As always, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. I welcome you in right now. Micah Parrish of the Golden Grizzlies men's basketball team. And Micah, um, I'm going to ask you about the basketball and the stuff like that, but between the commercial here, I was asking, did you watch a football game last night and asked you what you thought of guys that were six foot six and 360. Did you, did you play football at all in high school or just straight basketball? Um, I played a little bit uh, my freshman year. Not my freshman year, uh, my sophomore year, but I ended up transferring to River Roots. Uh-huh. And then I started to play my senior year. I went to the media day uh, as a wide receiver. Uh, I did pretty good, but I ended up just – didn't play my coach my basketball coach wouldn't let me play so all right I got you I was gonna ask I bet you like you're that wide receiver at the goal line they just kind of clear everybody out and you throw it up and you just go up over the guy and get it yeah I had uh actually I have I was pretty fast (laughs) and I I got really good hands so they usually use me all over the field when I was at the media day so it it was uh I think I would have had a bright future in football (laughs) Uh, absolutely probably I mean you know just based on what we see on the basketball court but Micah you know I I do want to talk about this and and you and I've had this discussion in the past right where you come in you're playing the top of that zone and where I sit next to coach Campy where I look in when when teams are are going towards our bench and I see you up at the top and the ball comes to the left wing right in front of where I am and I see you up there there's nowhere to go. Like, there's there's nowhere to throw a pass. Like, nowhere. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. So, so you love that, right? Yeah, I, I love being at the top of the zone because I like, I like playing man-to-man, but I like the zone too because it let me, like, basically play man-to-man from 
for 94 feet basically so yeah i like having that having that option to play how i usually play in man to man and just make it into a zone where i know i have built-in help knowing where my help is it makes it, it makes the game I mean, it makes the zone what makes it easier for me knowing i have help behind me and knowing where the help is and want to force the player to to for my help basically uh so this game against milwaukee and i talked about with coach campy the energy that was on that floor i mean you guys you guys were relentless man like like you attacked it looked like arkansas back in the day especially when you when you guys were picking up just about full court and you were turning them over and we were talking about like eight steals or whatever it was in the first 12 minutes of the basketball game i mean you you guys were man i mean you were like you were like a pack you were like a pack of wild dogs out there man is is that like kind of what it felt like though were you feeding off each other and just in attack mode so see this is what happened uh <laughs> i think uh ghosting number four i think that's his name number four he shot a three and then turned to our bench and said something so all i remember is the timeout can't be just he's he's mad he turns around and just looks he's looked straight at me he was like he's gonna let him say that to me he was say that to us so the, after that timeout i feel like it, it hold the whole thing changed the energy was <laughs> the energy was up and then it even changed even more when Jamal dived on the floor, and then when he grabbed the rebound, he yelled, and I'm yelling, and yeah. then Jalen started yelling, and then see Trey face change. It was, it was, it was great. It was, it was amazing. It was. I felt like it was the first time our everything clicked in our defense. Right. The top, the wing, the middle, everything just clicked. So it felt good. It felt good to play. Uh, that Milwaukee game. Yeah, talking to Micah Parrish here on the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub, and so Micah, you know. I do want to ask you about this team because Camp's talked about it. You guys have talked about it in, in post-game press conferences. And it's a cliche, right? Like people talk about that. Well, the team is selfless and, and they play for each other and stuff like that. You guys literally, literally, to, to the most degree I think I've ever seen it, being around college basketball for a long time, you literally do not care who scores. Literally, I mean, but, Michael, why, why is that, though? Let, let me flip this the other way. In today's day and age – you know, what, what What do people say? Like, people are just concerned with their stats and they want to get theirs and why am I not getting the ball and all that. You guys literally do not care who scores or who does what. Why? We just want to win. Uh, I'm a winner. I feel like Jamal, Jalen, and Trey, they're all winners. Chris is a winner. Blake, winner. Ose is a winner. We all – it's a team full of winners. So, I know for me personally, I – play with the probably the best player in the country in Jamal and the best point guard in the country in Jalen and probably the like can't be say the best one one of the top two me and Trey is probably the best COVID freshman in the country. And um it just we have one the greatest shooters in our conference in Blake and Ose is a pretty really good player, really, honestly. Um it's just we've got so many guys that can just do so many things is it's like you can't be mad if today is not your day because you know tomorrow might be your day. Right. Or you might have a bad two games, but you could have a great two games. Like for me, as for example, for the beginning of the season, I started off pretty slow. I wasn't having having the games I wanted to have. But um, Coach Covington, he talked to me on the side. And he was like, the reason why you're not having good games is because you're trying to force it. Just let it come to you. And then after that, it just clicked. I just can't let the game come to me. Just – Find find the spots in our uh, offense, things like that, where I can where I, I can get the ball and score without even trying, really having to try to score the ball. 
And Jalen is a great point guard. He gets me the ball. So, I, I, honestly, I don't really worry about scoring. <laughs> I just try to play defense, honestly. That's what my main focus, defense and rebounding. I try to get at least 10 rebounds a game. Try to steal some from Jamal and Trey when I can. So <laughs> It's got to be hard to steal rebounds from Jamal. Because, like, I, I talk about this when I, when, I, when I mention you guys in the media, when I'm talking around town to sports fans and stuff like that. Jamal's hand, and I'm talking like everybody, if it's, if it's Alabama – if it's Michigan State, if it's Ohio Christian, it doesn't it doesn't matter who it is. Jamal's hand, when everybody goes up for the ball, Jamal's hand is here and everybody else's hand is here. And and again, I don't I don't care what team it is. I saw it at Alabama, I saw it at Little Caesars Arena. He explodes off the floor. I knew I knew he was different when we was at West Virginia and he grabbed one rebound with one hand and brought yeah. it down. I just stared at him like we was we was playing. I just looked at him like, yo, did you really just get that rebound? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so after that, I knew I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to try to get all the rebounds the rest of the year. So I have to get mine when I can. So I've been I've been trying my hardest to get some rebounds. <laughs> you got to earn I, it. I, I think I've been doing a good job, though. No, so. <laughs> no, def, def, definitely you have. Um, Coach Campy in a press conference uh, earlier this season has has said it more than once. He feels like he feels like you're the best defensive player in the country. And, and that and that there's a there's a lot of things that that go around to that. And, and I've said this as, as well, too. You are probably the most valuable defensive player to their team in America. And defense doesn't get headlines and stuff like that. Defense doesn't get a, a stat sheet other than, like, steals and things like that. But you, from second one, when you've been – you're the quarterback of the zone. You are. I mean, Jalen's like the quarterback mm-hmm. of the team on the floor. But when it's on defense, you're, you're the quarterback of it because you're responsible for everything that happens below inside the three-point line. That role for you. That's personal, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, actually, I took it really personal when last year they didn't put me on the defensive team. Although our team wasn't, a, like, a great defensive team, I felt like I should have been on it. Yeah. And after that, like, I took it I took it personal. That whole that playoffs, I took it personal. Summertime, I'm thinking about it the whole time. This year, I feel like I'm the defensive player in the Horizon League by far right now. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm just going to keep it. I'm just going to keep it. I'm just going to keep it personal, really. I feel like. I am the best in our conference. I feel like I got some more ways to go as in the country. So I feel like Baylor has some guys and Texas Tech has some great guys. That's actually some great defensive guys. So I feel like I'm not the best in the country yet, but I'm definitely so, so the you're, best so in the you're conference. So you're watching these games, Micah, yeah. and you're watching cats play defense. Yeah, I'm watching them. Who yeah. does that, man? <laughs> People want to see the dunks and the threes yeah. and all that stuff, man. Yeah, it's the little stuff. I was always brought up about the little stuff, the little things that always matter. And I feel like defense is one of the little things that people forget about because uh, it's boring, I guess. Right. But it's fun to me. So, <laughs> so Mike, I have to ask you this. We had we had J-Mo uh, here a couple weeks ago, and he sat in that same chair and had that same headset on. And I asked, I'm going to ask him the same question. Uh, I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked him. And the fans here don't know because they weren't there, obviously, in Indianapolis last year when Cleveland State won, and obviously playing at Cleveland State on Thursday. So this, this is very relevant uh, to this time. When Cleveland State won and the confetti was falling from the ceiling – uh, you and Jalen Moore didn't leave the floor. And you just kind of hung back. You know, you just kind of hung back on the baseline. And just with an expressionless, kind of a blank stare, you stood there and you watched every second of what happened. And then you turned around and you walked back to the locker room. I asked Jalen this question. I asked you that question. What was going through your mind that entire time you were standing there? Um, I just wanted to be them. I wanted to win. I tried my hardest that game, although we didn't win. I felt like that's, we that should have been us. I wanted to be us. I just had to look at how happy they was and how that probably felt for them. And I was wishing that that could have been me. 
out there. So I was made it. I just that basically gave me motivation for the whole summertime. That's all I thought about the summertime. Like that should have been us. We should have been in a tournament. We should have been playing Houston. We should have been the, the Horizon League winners, basically. So I I just kept that in my back of my head, like things like that. I keep it a mental note about. Yeah. So I just remember how they was talking, how they was happy, how they just felt during the game, how they was excited before the game was even over. Like I could just see how they bench was talking, just so excited. I, I just I just remember all that. I just kept a mental note of it for when we play them again, even if uh, conference and the playoffs. So, so so it's you know let's be real. There's a little extra juice on Thursday. Uh, yeah, <laughs> very. Because that's the goal, right? And Coach Campy talked about it, and I talked to you about this when when you got here before we went on the air. You noticed that, right? The athletic mm-hmm. brackets, the ESPN bracket. You brought this up to me. Those brackets, they don't have bear heads on it anymore. Yeah. It's a Cleveland State thing. And I know that at the grand scheme of things, that's meaningless because it'll play out on the floor, but it ain't meaningless. And I say ain't for effect. It ain't meaningless, it's is not, it? It's not. I feel like me and Jamal, we're probably the most competitive uh, basketball players I know at this moment. Is <laughs> It means something to us. It might not. like And team things really don't mean anything to us, but it means something where if you see other people viewing them better than us, basically. Yep. So that, I'm, I'm really competitive. I'm like, I'm so competitive. My dad, my mom tells me sometimes, you can't be this competitive. It's just a game. It's not just a game. I can't, <laughs> I can't not. And he, he's a he's quiet guy. Yeah. Like you, you guys know, like he's a quiet dude. It's cat. You're locked in, man, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, I'm very locked in. There you have it, man. Michael Parrish, everybody here on the Greg Campy Show. Appreciate your time, oh, my friend, thank you, as thank always. You, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Give it up for Micah Parrish, everyone. When we come back, it's time for Ask Campy on Twitter. Tweet those questions. It's a last-second warning for it. Send a tweet with the hashtag Ask Campy. We'll get to those. It's the Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Evans Law Group. You know we're kicking it up at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the Interactive Home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. This is a great day for Henry Ford Sports Medicine. As the official team physicians for the Detroit Pistons and care provider for the Detroit Lions, today we welcome another athlete whom we proudly care for, Lisa. How was your injury? It turned out to be just a twisted knee. When can you return to Zumba? Maybe next week. Lisa, one more question. Henry Ford Sports Medicine. Official team physicians for athletes like Lisa and you. Learn more at henryford.com slash sports. Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And guys, look, I could tell you about how U.S. News and World Report recognized Cam Evans for 10 straight years as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. But what I want to tell you is this. When it was me, when it was my contracts, when it was my money that was on the table, Cam Evans was the only one that I trusted. And you can learn more about the legal services offered by the Evans Law Group at 248-468. 1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com.
Oakland University Credit Union's new Visa Signature Credit Card rewards you for living life to the fullest. Enjoy VIP experiences, exclusive discounts, and more cash back. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Plus, pay no international transaction fees. Open your Visa Signature card today. Visit OUCreditUnion.org slash Visa Signature. Federally insured by the NCUA. Welcome back to the Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills, as always brought to you by the Evans Law Group. And we're going to get to those uh, hashtag Ask Campy questions coming up in just a couple of seconds. I know there's one point that you wanted to make. How about Micah Parrish, by the way, man? Dude is locked in. It's all right. He's all right. <laughs> Still a young pup. You know, we got, we got three more years with him, so uh, we're going to see a lot of him and you know, he's going to be sitting up here two years from now. And we're going to be discussing you. We, we've got Jalen Moore and and uh, uh, Jamal right now. And everybody's who should be player of the year? Well, J Jamal should be. Well, how about Jalen? Well, two years from now, we're going to be having that same discussion with him and Trey. And uh, it's going to be more than just a great defender. He's probably going to average 21, 22 points a game and you know, eight, nine rebounds a game, and everybody's going to be talking about – nobody's going to be talking about him defensively as he develops and grows. So, all right, now he's just a young pup. We'll just – we'll talk about defense with him. But the thing I wanted to bring up on air, and I just talked to Giz over there about it because I didn't want to let the cat out of the bag or whatever that – what does that mean anyways? I, I don't know. I, I've heard that for a long time, Kim, so I, I, figured, I figured you would know. So I just got a text from Kendrick Nunn, and, and he is – booked to come here on February 18th and we are going to raise uh, a banner for Kendrick Nunn on, on the 18th of February uh, against uh, Wright State that, that game uh, we'll put his banner up with the other four uh, you know he's, he's a uh, rookie all-star runner up rookie of the year in the NBA and uh, hopefully he's about ready to go, get back in and play um, that is all-star weekend that's why we pick that particular weekend so that uh, we can get him here, and he and his dad both have texted me that they're coming and they're good to go. And so we're going to start publicizing that and let people know, buy your tickets for, for February 18th. Yeah, absolutely, and that is cool. That is certainly cool to hear that Kendrick will be in the building. You ready to knock down some, uh, some ass campy stuff? Absolutely. Uh, all right, we, uh, we got a few here and a couple that were sent uh, direct. And uh, I'll start with this one. Daniela, who's usually out here at the show, couldn't make it today, says, Hi, guys. Uh, watching on Facebook. Uh, love, love the pink polo. Watching on Facebook is cool. So appreciate <laughs> So all right. Uh, but no, big props to you, Ali, too, for getting, uh, for getting that all set up as well. Uh, and then there was another one here that we had from Sportsman48. Uh, so there was no question there. You just wanted everybody to talk about your it shirt. Sa it says it right here, Camp. Like, right there. See? Where's the question? All I see is let's talk about Neil's pink shirt. Yeah, well, I'm, I can only – I'm giving the people what they want, Camp. What do you want from me? I'm an entertain. We're up here entertaining, Camp. Um, hey, Neil, can you ask Coach Campy, does the success your team having now correlate to interest from transfer portal guys, i.e., do you notice, like, there would be more interest transfers when you're winning like you are? Uh, this is for the coach for the show tomorrow, by the way. He asked this yesterday. So. Yeah, um, you know, right now the portal's – quiet i mean there's some people that went in it at the break and that but the portal's quiet and i said early in the year when we talked on the portal that i think every year you have to win the portal the the, the people that leave versus the people that come in 
you know, and I, I think we won it resoundingly this year. We got a guy who could easily be the player of the year in the conference. Um, he's the second. I think he's going to get drafted. I think you heard Micah talking about him up here was the most impressive part of that is when a kid can come in and have the impact that Jamal has had on us and he's such a good kid and he's a good leader and he, he melted right in with the players. Uh, Jamal d dives on the floor, has a dunk and doesn't take it, passes. You know, he, he as, as you said to Micah about we don't care who scores, Jamal doesn't care who scores. When you can get a kid like that to come in, um, you know, that, that's how you win. And, and, and now this will be him and Kendrick Nunn was the same way and we put two guys in the NBA. I'm hoping that people realize that, you know, that had, you know, played in a power five and averaged seven or eight a game, 10 I think he averaged. If they come down to Oakland, we've got all these great young players that they can fit in. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it's going to translate into the transfer portal. I expect that we, we've saved the scholarship for that, and we have one. And it's it's like an it. emergency scholarship, right? Like no, we saved it. It, it, it. We saved it. We know that this is I'm it I'm saying, now. like, if a situation presents itself where, you know, a, a guy from out of the blue that – Yeah, well, that's what we're going to recruit, though. I right. mean, it, we, we left one there so that we could do that. We don't want to have somebody, you know, Shaquille O'Neal call us, and we have to say no because we don't have a scholarship. So, um, But we're going to actively search the transfer portal – He's got to fit the profile, though. He's got to, he's got to be a kid that's going to come in here and want to mesh in with a group of great kids. We've, we've, we've experienced what happens when you bring someone that doesn't do that, and it, it wasn't fun. And so we're, we're going to vet that, and, you know, and if we can't get that, then we're good with what we got. Uh, we got a couple from Facebook Live as well. Uh, Brian Gwynn, uh, this was for Micah, but he actually answered this a little bit at the press conference. So it says, Micah, were you able to exercise while you were in uh, the isolation and COVID protocol? Was it difficult to mentally make yourself just do exercises in the room? And he, he talked about the fact he did, like, push-ups for a week straight, like, yeah. all day long. Yeah, and he, the old air guitar, he was doing the air shooting. Yeah. So <laughs> and can he, you he, imagine that, though? I mean, I, he – He's 100% healthy. He feels like the test was wrong. Uh, we tested him like 75 times, though, and he was positive every time, you know. <laughs> but he didn't feel it was it, and he had to stay in his room for 10 days, and he's 19 or 20 years old. I, I don't – I just snuck out when I was 20. There was no way when I was 20 that I would have listened to anybody. I would found a way to get out. And, Did you uh, see how he had to walk that back and say, yeah. when I was 20? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, I just, uh, I admired, I admire Micah for how he came back. And, you know, the first day of practice, he was Micah. There was no, no, uh, I asked him, I go, you think you're going to be able to go 20 minutes? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it was, I admire him for that. Uh, Brian Wynn also wants to know, cheese fries from Portillo's, yay or nay? Oh, that's that's a staple. You have to have the. You, well, they don't put the cheese on the fry. The cheese comes in a little cup, and then you can put as much on as you want. But they they've got the crinkle fries now. Russ here has the best. The seasoned fries. fries. The seasoned yeah. fries here at RJ's are the best fry I've ever had in my life. Ollie's got a casualty of you right, know, but yeah, but over there. you've got to ask for him crispy. And the new cook back there is a little – he's not as generous with the seasoning. You've got to tell him you want extra seasoning. 
That's all right. You'll whip them, you'll whip them into shape, Camp. There right. is no question about that. Matt from the Horizon Roundtable. Camp, your love of Diet Dr. Pepper is well-documented. Have you gotten into the Dr. Pepper Zero? It's even better and closer to the original. So Matt and I never really agree on much, and there's one we don't agree on right there because I, I, as soon as it came out, I tried it, and I did, it was too sweet for me. I, the, Diet Dr. Pepper is the best drink there is, and you can't. Nobody's going to change that. I mean, you, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, man, and I'm an old dog when it comes to that. Uh, Tony Paul from the Detroit News, and, and we've talked about it in the past. There's like a, like a media coach kind of poker game that goes on. You know, it kind of started during the quarantine and uh, has, you know, has, has continued. Uh, Tony Paul wants to know, how, how do you wake up with trip nines when you're playing heads up? You know, you seem to be very fortunate, I was told. Well, you know, we had a little poker game last night online with, you know, some of the local media, and Tony and I got down that final, you know, the final two heads up, and I offered him the buyout, and he didn't want it. He he wanted to win, and he thought that and his, he didn't win. No, he didn't know I had pocket nines, and the nine got on the flop, and I just let him hang himself. It was it was. <laughs> It was we kind got of enjoyable. It, it, it was it was kind of enjoyable actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only the only it only would have been better if it was live because I'd have liked to have seen his face when I flopped the, the yeah. two nines. But it, it'll have to. We got some poker elite here in the building though. See, yeah. they like that story. Uh, yeah, yeah, some rounders fans. Well, yeah, who doesn't like rounders? Yeah. Uh, Jake Wolock, who's actually here in the house at RJ's camp. There was something about the zone Sunday that seemed different, more aggressive. Was this just Micah getting back in action, or, or did you make kind of a change to the zone? Well, I, I think that, you know, that zone takes on a, a life of its own against every team the way they play. And, you know, the, the, the Michigan State game, there's, there's – Three times this year out of 15 games that I wasn't happy. The last few minutes of at UIC when we had the 20-point lead and they just, UIC, we get in trouble now and then when we get way ahead and the, the other team's offense can't figure out what to do and they say, screw it, and they just drive it. And that gets us in trouble now and then. Um, so the UIC game, the second half against Alabama, we were exhausted and they, were, they played like a Final Four team that night. And just they, you know, drove it through our zone. Um, and then the Michigan State game, they played over the top of the zone, and and that was our fault. We allowed the ball. We have sayings for parts of the court. We have two alleys, and the ball can't be driven in the alley. And we let it get, we let it get driven in the alley. And uh, then they were able to make the lob pass to Bingham over the top. So other than that, I think we've been tremendous in the defense. But every game it's a little different because it, how that team's going to attack the zone will change the shape of the zone and the look of it. And Milwaukee, once, as uh, Micah said, once Goldson hit that three, uh, we really, our energy level went up and we weren't going to give any threes. And Milwaukee came into the game shooting over 50% of their shots on the season were threes. And they only got 14 threes in that game, and that was their – the gist was to get out there. And that's one of the reasons Jamal only had three rebounds because we had him out past the three-point line defending that three. And, you know, we're, we're one of the best teams in the country at three-point field goal percent defense. We're only giving up 27%. The best anybody's shot against us all year is 38. And it's got to do with the length of, of those guys out front. And then 
something that I don't think gets enough credit is Jalen Moore and Blake Lampman are the little guys, but you see them flying at shooters. And that's the difference this year than last year in the zone is our wings have figured out to take flight at shooters. And, uh, I mean, Jalen Moore had a play in, on the zone the other night where he was almost at the, at the half-court line defending the ball, and the ball got thrown to the corner. And when the kid shot, he went, he f went all the way from half-court to the corner and flew by him, and the kid had shot an air ball. Um, I, I just, as I keep saying, the energy and enthusiasm and the effort that we play with is what makes that zone so good. And it's funny, too, like Micah was talking about, like Baylor and Texas Tech and watching them play defense, and he's sitting over there at the table right now, and he's locked in watching Baylor and Texas Tech play defense, man. Kid likes defense. I hope so. <laughs> what about the team? Or excuse me, what did you tell the team about their defensive mentality after the game on Sunday? What did I tell them? Um, I don't think we discussed. I think we discussed the fact that we play Cleveland State on Thursday and that we need to start getting ready for that at that moment and not even celebrate this game. You know, it's, it's time. Uh, they beat us three times last year. They were picked to win the league this year. Um, you know, they beat us in the championship game, as you brought up with Micah. You know, they sat there and watched them. And there's no one that thinks we can go there and win. And let's go see what we are. We'll, we'll, that game's going to define where we're at it's going to define where we're at which we'll talk about that game coming up in just a couple of minutes last ask campy question here on twitter you remember you can tweet your questions any time of the week if something pops in your head fired away with the hashtag ask campy we get to them all pittsburgh marty got four straight road games looming i know you've been on the road a lot so far this season but in terms of road league games please explain if there's any difference in how you prepare and also are there any gyms that are more difficult to play in than others Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's a good question. But one of the reasons we've played so many road games uh, is to be in this situation so that we're ready. You know, we went to a tournament where we played three straight nights so we could be ready for the tournament in March. We uh, played some tough road games. We played some tough mid-majors so that we would go into environments. Um, now, I don't know what Cleveland State's environment's going to be like. It, it, I don't think it's – I think there'll be 3,000 people probably, but it'll be loud and, and Rutgers, you know. Uh, it, 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 it's the reason you play those games is to prep yourself for, for what we've got Thursday. And then the big thing about this week, it's January, right? And you're trying to position yourself to win a championship. You're not going to win the championship this weekend. But – you can put yourself in position to win it. The, the game this week that will probably have the most meaning to it is Saturday. Saturday. And maybe the right. toughest, too. Just th they're, th they're those good. Weird, yeah, they're very, very good. They're right. at home. It's a weird time, like all that stuff. Well, and what they do is shoot the ball. Right. And, you know, that's what we're real good at, keeping teams from shooting it as those percentages I just said. So it's going to be strength upon strength, and we're going to be coming off an emotional game. If we win Thursday night, how do we handle winning? And if we lose Thursday night, how do we handle losing? Georgia just showed that you can lose and still win the national championship, right? I mean, uh, you know, sports are, that's the great thing about sports is you get another chance in, until you don't. You keep getting chances until you don't. So this weekend, Saturday, in my book, as far as understanding my team, Saturday is more important than Thursday. If we're not ready Thursday, we, we might not have a pulse, you know. 
I mean, if you if a team beats you three times and you sit there and watch them win the championship and you're walking off the court and they're picked to beat you and, and they're picked to win it, and, and if you can't get ready to play that game, you know, that we got a problem. So we'll be ready. But what will happen on Saturday, win or lose, what will happen on Saturday? Because if we lose Thursday, the, I mean, we still hold our destiny in our hand right. whether we win or lose Thursday. And Cleveland State, whether they win or lose Thursday, still holds their destiny in their own hand. Detroit still holds their destiny. Wright State still holds their, you know, we're, we're not far enough into it that we're looking for help. So how we handle Thursday, but more importantly, how we handle Saturday. It's funny how it always boils down to that camp, whether it's a season, everybody holds their own destiny until they don't, like you talked about. And then I talk about when you're, when you're at the conference tournament, you want to get to the point where the elevators move faster and there's less people in the hotel and all that stuff because that means that you're further along and you're still there. It's funny how those seasons always come down to that, man. Yeah. We'll take our final break. When we come back, we'll talk more about that game at Cleveland State on Thursday at 7 o'clock. And as Coach also mentioned, Purdue-Fort Wayne Saturday at 1 o'clock. So a couple of tough, tough road matchups. We'll dissect them when we come back. He is a Coach Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule. You're listening to the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Neil Rule here for the Evans Law Group. And guys, look, I could tell you about how U.S. News and World Report recognized Cam Evans for 10 straight years as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. But what I want to tell you is this. When it was me, when it was my contracts, when it was my money that was on the table, Cam Evans was the only one that I trusted. And you can learn more about the legal services offered by the Evans Law Group at 248-468-1485 or visit them on the web at evanslawgrp.com. Tap into savings when you use your Oakland University Credit Union Visa Signature Credit Card. The Visa Signature Credit Card gives you more cash back, like 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. Simply tap to pay. It's fast, easy, and convenient. Tap to pay. Get more cash back with the OUCU Visa Signature Credit Card. Federally insured by the NCUA. This is a great day for Henry Ford Sports Medicine. As the official team physicians for the Detroit Pistons and care provider for the Detroit Lions, today we welcome another athlete whom we proudly care for, Lisa. How was your injury? It turned out to be just a twisted knee. When can you return to Zumba? Maybe next week. Lisa, one more question. Henry Ford Sports Medicine. Official team physicians for athletes like Lisa and you. Learn more at henryford.com sports. Want to save a lot on your energy bills? Want to have some fun? Well, with the DTE Interactive Home, you can do both. From the attic to the basement, bedroom to backyard, the Interactive Home has tips, tools, programs, and products to save money in every room of the house. It's one of the few ways you can have fun and save money at the same time. Visit DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. Welcome back to the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by the Evans Long Group. He's the coach, Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule. Happy to have you with us. Final about 10 minutes of the show here. Show flying by tonight, as they always do. Uh, appreciate everybody's questions on Twitter. Appreciate everybody coming out here. The staff here at RJ's Pub, too. Second to none. That's fact. Not opinion, but camp, you know, you, you touched on it a little bit here. The stakes, uh, everything involved. The game at Cleveland State's Thursday, 7 o'clock tip. We'll be on the radio side uh, at 6.30 
with the pregame show and all of that, and then certainly on Saturday as well, 12.30 on the pregame show, the opening tip at 1 o'clock against the Purdue, Fort Wayne, Mastodon. So, Camp, you know, just uh, take a little bit deeper dive. Uh, we learned uh, Cleveland State letting the first 500 fans in uh, for free on Thursday night. They want the juice in the building. You, you ever – I know you. I know you like this kind of stuff. You like that, don't you? The, the fans are coming in free there. Whenever we go to Green Bay, it's always dollar beer night, and they got like their got eight cups stacked up and everything <laughs> like that. Like, you like that though, don't you? Yeah, we're selling beer now at the arena. Maybe, maybe we'll get progressive and have a dollar beer night. That would be, <laughs> that would be uh, awesome, uh, man. <laughs> we, you, you thought we had poker fans? We yeah. got dollar beer fans everywhere. <laughs> uh, Steve, Steve, I hope you're listening. That that, that, well, that got a reaction, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think there were people that aren't even like listening to the show that just heard dollar a guy beer drove off a guy <laughs> drove off the road somewhere. <laughs> He's like, what is it? Goldengrizzlies.com, everybody. Uh, that is the website uh, address, but no camp. I mean, it, it is, oh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be as close. As you're going to get to March and January. I know that. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I, that's what you play for. That's what you want your team involved with the, I, though our players will never forget what they experienced at Little Caesars on December 21st. Uh, that crowd was phenomenal. When Jamal was at the free throw line shooting those technicals and, you know, the, the noise and, and the excitement of that and being on that big stage, that, that's what they dream of as kids. And, you know, you want that uh, in, in every game for them. And, and the other thing is, is it sharpens, you know, what's that steel sharpens steel or whatever. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, yeah. whatever that is. Um, I'm not real good at that kind of stuff. but that's why, I don't wonder why you bring them the, up all the time. It's in the back of my are, mind. Yeah. I hear it, but I can't remember half of them. Um, <laughs> leave, leave that one in, you know, leave that yeah. one in your pocket next time, Cam. Yeah. So, but I think that that's what makes you better. You, you know, uh, failing is the best way to learn anything is through failure. And, and you know, our kids... We're on the cusp of an NSA tournament last year, and now they have a chance to go play the team that beat them. And I expect us to play very well Thursday. I, I will be shocked if we don't. You know, again, we're still a little banged up. You know, Jamal was a little banged up. He didn't practice today. Um, you know, I, I don't know if he'll be 100% Thursday, but he wasn't 100% Saturday, Sunday, and we played outstanding. So, We'll pick each other up, and we'll play with great emotion. I'll be shocked if we don't play a really good basketball game Thursday. But we're playing a really good basketball team. So even that, who knows if it'll be enough at the Wallstein Center. Do, do they, does Cleveland State get the credit they deserve in, in your mind? I mean, just kind of like in the landscape with what they've been able to accomplish. I mean, you, you talked about it. They, they're very, very good. Very good team. Well, I, I've watched every game about that they've played, and – their game at Oklahoma State, they look like a great basketball right. team. And then I've seen them play where they didn't look very good, but they won. You know, I, I don't think they played very well against Youngstown Saturday, but they won. And somebody always bails them out. And in, our, in the coach's office, I might have said this earlier, but in the coach's office the other day we were talking about them, and, and Mike Covington said it best, that they almost always lose. <laughs> you know, almost? They, they almost always lose because yeah. – Somebody goes, oh, they almost lost that game, and they almost lost this game, and they, al well, they almost always lose. I mean, they almost lost us last year. Now, that official had a lot to do with it, you know. I remember. <laughs> I don't know how they got that official to do what they, he did, but, you know, it's always almost, and they find themselves. They're on a, 
hot streak right now. Ken Palm, that Ken Palm stat guy, had them ranked as the, you know, through statistical categories, they were ranked as the luckiest team in the country. His luck is one of the factors that he puts into his statistics. And Cleveland State was the luckiest team in the country. Now, my dad taught me that you make your own luck, right? Right. I mean, luck just doesn't happen. Um, it's funny how the best putter always seems to get the lucky roll, you know? Yeah, it just falls in. Right, right. but he's the guy that gives it enough chances, right? And so uh, you got to give them a ton of credit. They've had a nice little run here. They've got, I think, the, the oldest or second oldest team in the country. They've got six or seven 50-year seniors. Uh, they've been there, and they're a good basketball team. It's going to be a hell of a game. Purdue-Fort Wayne on Saturday, too. And, and I don't, you know, don't think that I'm just kind of shooing, shooing them to the side or anything like that, too. They're very, very dangerous. They can score the basketball. They were one of the best shooting teams in the country. And you can't fake that, Camp. You, you can either do that or you can't. They were one of the best. No, and one of the good things for us is that Detroit's good. And, you know, that they're not going to be able to just sit there and get ready for our zone all week. They've got – and Detroit's playing a, a zone now, too. It's not the same as ours, but it looks like ours at the start. It's not ours. They've got size, and, and they've got athletes, too. And um, so they're going to get a chance to play against zone on Thursday, but they don't have a give-me on Thursday. You know, that, that's right. going to be a heck of a game for them. And, and I know they're at home telling their fans and that this is our weekend. If we can win two, we'll be in the hunt this year uh, for a top-four spot. And so they've got – Oakland and Detroit at home, and they're going to – this big, big weekend for them uh, because, you know, their goal as a team is to make it to the top four. And uh, John's a very good coach. He's a very good offensive-minded coach. I think they'll have something ready for our zone. Um, they've got a big kid that they didn't have last year, and I think that that kid can rebound the ball. One of the – you know, we dominated them last year, and they had a hard time. Both games were at their place on that back-to-back, and we had double-digit wins because they couldn't rebound the ball. Right. And uh, so they, I think they can do that a little better this year. Um, they want to outscore you. And I, if we get in a running, scoring game with them and forget to defend, it could be a tough tough day. And, and coming off Cleveland State, like I said a few minutes ago, it's going gonna, it's gonna to say a lot about our team. Why, why are they so good? offensively Purdue Fort Wayne I mean it, it's easy to just say well they shoot the ball well I mean but that's the easy answer they give, me the, coach, give they, me the coach's perspective they pass it really well and they have good scheme they, they scheme well and they put people in the right spots and they they they're unselfish and they share the ball and, and they know that the next pass can lead to a basket and that's what makes them good you know their weakness will be guarding us uh, their matchups with us are going to be hard I think we may see them zone us because I, I don't know how they're going to match up with us defensively how how do you go about how, how big of a luxury is it to have a three-level scorer like Jamal Cain, by the way, when, when you're on offense? Well, he's, if he's the best player in the league, yet, you know, everybody wants to have the best player in the league, so that's a real luxury. And, and Jamal can score it, yeah, you know, th- different ways on different nights. And, well, you know, my job is to make sure he gets the ball in positions where he can score it. And Jalen Moore's job is, you know, to take what my strategy is and execute it. And if Jalen does that, we're usually pretty good. All 30 seconds of the show, Camp. Got anything else real quick? No, I just want to thank everybody for coming down. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great place to have this. we got our own little room back here. And, 
it's kind of cool to see every week, you know, some of the same faces and people that care about the program. And, you know, it's a lot of fun. Great staff here at RJ's Pub as well. If you're ever uh, out here in the Rochester Hills area, pull up on RJ's Pub, man. It certainly is one of the good spots out there. Get some season fries. Uh, tell them Camp sent you. Do that. We'll see you guys next Tuesday right here at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. It's a great campy show, everyone. Brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Well, see you later. The Bet 1270 is WXYT, WXYT HD, and WXYT HD3. Detroit Sports Talk and Wagertainment. An Odyssey Station.